What is up, everybody? Dan in the Fireman here. This is episode two of The Battle After. I'm going to be talking more so about my personal life and kind of how things are situated uh, with my anxiety, depression, and then possibly whatever undiagnosed things. I am diagnosed with anxiety and depression. I don't think it's ever gone away. I've had it for as long as I can remember. Um, if you missed episode one, basically what happened there is I was in a low moment. And this is just me reflecting. I was in a low moment and I felt the need to speak um, to something because I didn't feel, I mean, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, so in that moment, it was uh, basically the chaos in the brain. What's right? What's wrong? What's normal? What's not normal? And I'm having that issue consistently. And this is uh, two days after. Uh, I wanted to reflect on how I did it. And you guys have been amazing uh, the support, uh, I didn't, it's sad at the same time, encouraging that there's other people out there that live with this sad in the fact, obviously that, you know, people have to live with what I live with, but it's good to know that I'm not the only one that I'm not some weirdo, uh, or somebody with some fucked up brain and, oh yeah, just so you guys know, this is going to be like all uncensored stuff. I never cuss when I, on the other channel. But um, I was getting some some feedback. Uh, it's like, why is it called the battle after? You know, what, what does this make sense? Why is it on the after the ride channel? Why is it on the Dan and the Fireman channel? And the briefest ex explanation I can give you is uh, the Dan and the Fireman channel it did have mental health videos, did have all that stuff. But I really want to hyper focus on uh, safety, motorcycle safety stuff, motorcycle skill stuff on the Dan and the Fireman channel. So the after the ride channel is literally after the ride. So like whatever it is that uh, I feel is important for those that ride, but then might have something else. Uh, so I plan on doing these battle after the battle after. So the battle in the brain after the ride, you know, we were super hyper focused on the ride. We feel good. We feel confident. Then we get off the bike. And it's like, I want to get back on the bike because I felt good. So the battle after. And also plays in the as aspect of the battle after uh, my firefighting, you know, and then there's people out there in the military that after the battle, they, they're long lasting mental things. So it does have a huge impact with just the battle after. Uh, the after the ride channel, uh, like I said, uh, is going to have other things. So I plan on having uh, uh, the crash after or after the crash. There you go. After the crash. So I talked to somebody about their crash, you know, the, the physical, the financial, the, the mental and the family cost of a crash. And I think that's very important, um, not only for me to hear and for you guys to hear, but maybe for them to speak. So I want to give a platform for those that want to share their story. And so basically the After the Ride channel is people sharing stories, not just me, but also others. And... I would like to uh, kind of get that out of the way. So now I want to talk to you guys about uh, how I really felt about the last episode. The last episode was very, very interesting. Uh, I was in, like I said, I was in a low moment and I felt the need to speak. Um, I'm in a, in, almost in a higher moment right now, but still feel like I need to get something out of my brain um, out here in the world. And so like a medium moment for me, like a low moment is it was was the last episode where I just you can tell in my voice and you could probably tell my voice a little bit more, you know, um, but a medium moment is kind of like my norm. And I don't know 
where that lands on the normal people scale. But this is like my normal. Um, my normal is, you know, uh, still scatterbrained, but nothing's pissing me off. Still scatterbrained, but I don't feel this anxiety of I'm missing something. Like, am I missing my, like an email? Am I, what do I have to do tomorrow? Like, am I, am I wasting time? Do I feel like my time is being efficiently used? No, I like none of that. So right now it's just like, it's, eh. I could literally go downstairs, watch TV and feel okay. Um, so my normal is still scatterbrained, still a problem for me, but it's manageable. It's normal. So what is like my high level? You guys are probably, I'm never going to make a video where I'm like an anger, like high anxiety, high depression, high triggered, I guess. That's a real word. I mean, that's a real thing for PTSD and anxiety. Um, so right now nothing's triggering me. Um, but like, what is it? So to kind of scale back just a little bit, is that I can't trust my brain. I can't trust to know what is damaging. Is my normal state damaging now? I know my my low state can be damaging to others. And I know my definitely my high state of anger can damage others. Uh, we just had a, had a therapy appointment yesterday. Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm sharing this with you guys the therapy and stuff, because this does involve somebody else. I am sharing this with you because I want you guys to understand that, you know, what you're feeling, if it's constantly causing problems for you, don't worry about other people. If it's causing you problems, the mental stuff, get therapy, find a good therapist, really do that. It's going to help. It would, it, it's good. If anything, it's, it's not going to remove the craziness in your brain, but it's going to give you an explanation, which gives you control. And that is huge. I, I have a link in the description to some resources. And one of them, especially for men is, I don't want to talk about it, uh, by Terrence Real. And it's about men's depression. It's very specific with men, with the anger, with all that stuff. So that might help you out. If you can't afford a, a therapist right now, highly recommend getting the audiobook or just even the, the paperback. Audiobook's really good. That's what I have. I listen to it three times. Anyways, um, I don't want to share too much, uh, especially what they say. I'm going to paraphrase a lot. They, it's therapists and my wife. And so anyways, I went to the therapist, therapy appointment, couples therapy appointment, um, and this is basically just a bring up strength. It's kind of like parking lot practice for motorcycling. It's just to bring up the, the skills and the strength, you know, we're not like going to get divorced and all this other stuff. It's just, we, we feel like we're, where are we at? We could develop some practice and I know a lot of it's me, but, uh, the thing is I got into the therapy appointment and typically it's like, well, who speaks first, you know? So we told her, or yeah, we told her that we worked on her homework. She gave us homework to work on and we worked on it and we're, we're doing a good job. We're doing all these things that we need to do. And then it's like, okay, now what? So then I just start speaking. I start saying, well, it's not like we, this week or this month, we didn't really have a problem. You know, I didn't get angry. We didn't have a blowout fight. We didn't do nothing. So I feel like things are pretty good. You know, I feel like, you know, my, my, the way everything's kind of worked, you know, we had an argument here or there. And for me, it's like I have so much going on in my brain, I just kind of forget 
a lot of the details, especially of the argument. I just kind of know what it is, how I said things, all that stuff. And then she started to speak up. Like I was talking to the therapist and then I, I look over and she's going to speak, but then she's already, she's ready to let the emotions out. And I was like, whoa, not, not like, whoa, like, man, what the heck's your problem? Why are you doing this? I just said we had a good time. Why are you throwing me under the bus? It wasn't like that. It was like, whoa, I, j- I had zero clue of the damage I was doing this last month. When I get angry, when I, when I blow up, I could see, I know my damage. I know, I see it. I, I'm embarrassed, but I wasn't embarrassed this month, but the stress I caused that was a kick in the nuts and I listened I just listened to her talk and long story short and paraphrasing because I don't want to bring her into it maybe one day she'll jump on this but who knows you know how how much are we supposed to share with uh, the outside you know what I mean I think that's a lot of problem with uh YouTubers, they they tend to only show or social media only shows the good stuff. So I want to share with you the reality of of this. You know, it's tough. You know, it's vulnerable. But she basically said that I put this stress out there that causes people to walk on eggshells. You know, she's trying her best to maintain my happiness or to not add to the stress to to remove as much stress as possible and i'm i mean I'm, i'm consistently stressed i'm on a high alert almost all the time so she's trying to take that away which is very loving and very uh amazing of her um but it caused a lot of problems it caused her a lot of problems a lot of stress herself she not only took stress like, if you take 5% of my stress, it's probably 30 to 40% of somebody else's. Like, I, I'm stress tolerant. <laughs> um, so, it really, that kind of brings a, a, a big light bulb moment in my head is that, wow, if I'm stressed out it's if it's low like my stress right now is probably high for somebody like right now i'm super stressed it's good bad stress all these different things but if somebody else a normal person kind of took a peek in my brain that's like oh my gosh that's like 50 percent. that's like too much i can't handle that so i feel like when i when i share or i interact with the family it kind of leaks out of me like 1% stress here, and I'm just thinking right now, 1% stress here, 2% stress here for me. But when I throw out a 1%, it's probably 75% for my kids. When I throw 2 or 5%, it's probably, I mean, my wife's amazing, so it's probably like 15 to 30% stress. But it's still a lot. Because then now, ones if I have a medium to high moment and I'm pumping out a quarter of my stress to the, to the world, and it's demolishing my family. So I'm consistently stressed up here. So how do I prevent the leakage? And that's what I worked on with the therapist. Her, uh, all three of us were, were discussing things, we're working on things. 
and until I figure out, you know, if it's worked or not, or like you should, we have, we have like homework also. So once I figure out the homework, we'll, uh, we have a paperwork of like how we feel and all these other things, which is really cool. I really like that, but that's just, it's just nutty to me. It's just, it's crazy to me that I can't think of my stress and anxiety and depression level like that that's like a that's that's literally an illness and i tell people it's like do do people you know give you shit if you break your leg and you're in a cast they're like oh well you're a dumbass for not being able to run this 5k nobody says that they're like oh man maybe next time ah cool you'll get better but then when you have a brain thing like anxiety depression that's gonna stick with you forever it's gonna be minimized in some areas and it's gonna be higher in some you know and in PTSD, uh, social, uh, sad, uh, uh, I believe that's, uh, what is it, uh, seasonal effectiveness disorder. That's Those are all anxiety disorders. And I will link, uh, I did some videos on Dan and the Fireman about some anxiety disorders and depression. I'll, I'll link the playlist for that because I do talk about that a little bit. Um, but, I mean, that will stick with you. So if somebody's like, you know, why don't you just get over it, you know, like they know you have depression, just get over it. You know, just like whatever. But they don't, they don't accept it. Like they, they look down at people with depression, anxiety, and all that stuff. So there's no real help with that. There's no real how to figure this out, how to work around your broken leg, how to work around your brain. There's no way of doing that. So like I have a normal personality with something that's causing a problem, anxiety, depression. I have normal everything, and it's causing this. How do I minimize this? And that's what I'm figuring out. That's what I'm figuring out with therapy and all that stuff. But it's just, it's just nuts that my my reality is I'm an, I'm normal, and then the reality reality this uh, situation at home or anywhere where whoever I interact with the reality reality is that it's obvious I'm stressed. It's obvious there's something going on. There's obvious something. It's like I'm wearing a cast around my head. When you wear a cast, it's it's obvious you have a broken leg. It's obvious you have a broken arm, whatever it is. But people, if they just look at me, they think of a normal person. Then when you get to how I act and all that, so it's like, oh, there's something obvious. And a lot of times people think, well, he's just kind of weirdo or, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this about myself, but I mean, I'm sure other people. So how do I minimize that to where I look normal, I act normal, and then I deal with my demons by themselves? Because it's not about appearing normal. It's about how I'm interacting with the family that that causes a positive environment. Because right now, the anxiety, depression, this stuff right here, the injury, the cast, has never gone away. And it just puts a damper on the family. So how do I fix that? medications, uh, mental therapy, like physical therapy, mental therapy with, with CBT. So cognitive behavioral therapy, how to change things. There's a bunch of different ways, but a lot of people don't do it. And that's what I'm trying to do now, but I'm still in the process. That's the thing is I'm still in the process trying to figure it all out, but how do I minimize damage now? How do I minimize damage now? I'm super lucky that she's willing to 
hang out while I'm trying to figure this out. Um, but damn, am I not like, I, I don't feel like I've done enough. The more I, I, I think about the issue, the more I think about how much damage I've been doing to everybody else. It's like, damn, I did not do enough to minimize this. I'm not doing enough because I thought it was normal. Pride will easily get in the way because like you think it's normal. They're saying it's not. You're like, fuck you. It is, you know, you just don't understand. Like it's easy to do that. But then when you have the common denominator of problems here is me, like you, First marriage, second marriage, relation, work relationships, family relationships, friends, business relationships. Like nobody will say anything. They just won't work with you anymore. They just won't do stuff with you more. They just won't. And, but when you have a family, you, know, you have a wife and then two stepkids, it's, they, they tend to not want to leave. They'll stick with it and they'll deal with it. Until it gets to the point where it's like, screw it, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want that. And when when you go to therapy, or when I went to therapy, it, it it's a kick in the nuts to remind you, stop being a fucking idiot. And like I said, you can take it both two different ways. You know, fuck the therapy, I'm me, fuck everybody, or... This is actually good because that means I can work on something. I'm actually happy it's my fault in a way. I'm happy that that I'm causing problems because we have a lot of good. We have a lot of good stuff. We do amazing things with this family. We, we go on trips. We do all these fucking amazing things. And then there's the bad stuff, and I'm glad I'm in control of that. I'm glad... I'm the person that's the problem because then I can fix it. Like I said, I'm in control. So I like that. So now it's me trying to, I mean, there, there's obviously some stuff here and there, but it's like me, I can do it. I can do it then. I have to be aware of it. I have to train. I have to practice. I have to, and that's something I've always done. I've always been good at that training and practicing. So I don't know what this 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 video or this uh, episode is all about, other than the fact that if I could boil it down into uh, something small, go get a therapy. If you feel like the world is fucked and you're alone and nobody can get you. And the only people that understand you are people that have anxiety and depression or have some type of issue mentally. Now, I'm going to call it what it is. It's a mental, mental illness. I'm going to call it what it is. We're not special. We have something fucked up in our brains. Then get therapy. And if you if you're not if you can't open up enough to it, if you have an ego and a pride about it, then think about getting medications. Cause I've had ego and pride about therapy before, and I've ended it before. 
and I got on Prozac, I got on Xanax, I got some medical help, medication help, and it opened my eyes to all the problems I was creating and it allowed me to accept therapy. So if that's if you're having a problem even just doing the therapy thing, think about getting some type of medical help and then therapy will be easier. It's kind of like starting on a 125cc, you know, before jumping into a 1000cc or taking an MSF class before jumping straight on a bike. It's kind of like that concept if you're not ready for it. I mean, if you're ready to jump on a bike and just do it, then that's fine. But some a lot of people aren't. So I absolutely recommend it. Not only for the actual training of your brain, but for you to be aware of your weaknesses and limitations so you can work on them. What I do... Honestly, I feel like my life is a service. I feel like I'm here to make people's lives better. And I don't I I honestly don't know why. I have an idea, but I don't know why. And I think it's because of how shitty I feel all the time. I feel shitty all the time. Even when I'm in a good mood. Consistently fighting with myself. Consistent. The only time I... I, uh, I don't feel that is intoxicated sometimes <laughs> sometimes you know it's a, it's a gamble intoxicated with some form of anything medical stuff uh alcohol even like uh eating a lot of food you know And I think that's why I'm constantly trying to make other people's betters, other people's lives better because I don't know how to make mine in here. You know, I want to make other people happy, not necessarily like give them stuff so that they're happy, but like, I don't know. I don't know. So this is a normal mode like this right here is normal. Uh, I just wanted to share with you guys. I mean, I don't know. Ten, these tend to be rambles. I just want to share with you guys uh, kind of what's going on today. Um, once again, therapy uh, is very, very, very important. I, I highly recommend you guys do therapy. And if you want to have some control or have some understanding of your emotions, check out the book in the description. Um, join the Discord. We have a mental health section. So if you just need a vent, uh, there's your place to do it. We have... We don't tolerate anybody talking bad or anything like that, putting anybody down. We're here to encourage and uplift because our brains already tell us some fucked up shit anyways. So this is my way of basically interacting with the mental health area. If I type things out, I'll just delete the whole thing. So I literally just have to speak and, and do a video. And then now it's like, do I post it? <laughs>
I'll post it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll be talking to you guys soon. Video journal, what is today? November 13th, Wednesday at 2 p.m. I'll be seeing you guys around.